What's going on, Falcons fans? Welcome to ATL and Sports Zone. It's your boy, Big Low Country. What in the world? And I got my... Oh. Oh, wait. What? What in the world? What? So what you... <laughs> what you got going on over there, man? Uh, man, man, man. We've been down in the dumps, man. If y'all don't know, and if y'all ain't seen, it says... Rise up or nah. Raise it up a little bit, Tom. Right, right here. can see it. <laughs> right here, right here. You want me? You want me to? You want me to explain it again? Yeah, yeah. Tell us. Tell everybody how you feel, Tom. So. Tell, tell. Hashtag rise up or nah. It basically like uh, I'm gonna try to say it in my best way without cursing or anything. I'm going to put it up again since people starting to pile in, just like this right here. Rise up or not. With many, I'm really saying, when is we going to do this? <laughs> when is we going to do it? Are we going to rise up or not? Hey, <coughs> ain't you sick and tired and sick and tired and sick and tired of this? We've been hearing this more since like 2010. Like something like that for like 10 years. 10 years we've been seeing rise up. Rise up, rise up. What I'm here to say, rise up or no. Because basically, what I'm trying to say is, man, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm done with it. I am done with the rise up saying, screw it, screw it, screw it. Throw it in a dumpster and light it up and throw it in a dumpster and set it on fire because we do not need that no more. Scrap it. And brotherhood, scrap it. Rise up, scrap it. All that, scrap it. Scrap it. Scrap this, this. Let's come up with something new. Let's come up with something new. You, you know what? You know what, man? You know what, man? Me and you, we're going to send an email to the Atlanta Falcons to come up with another saying. <laughs> but hey, what's up, everybody? It is your boy, Terror Artist 404, man. Hey, I do the Madden gaming. I do the 2K gaming. You already know what it is, man. Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing out there, man? How you doing, Lo? Before we get into this comments, how we doing, Lo? What in the world, man? What's going on with you? Hey, man. We hey over here we fared apart the cloudy, bro. We over here trying to make it. You know we got to shout out the folks. You know before we even get started. Hey, man. Hey, man. But, but but before we even get started on that, why you always say fairly party cloudy, man? Come on, man. Why you always say that? What what what, what you mean? Why, why I always say I fared apart the cloudy? Yeah. And look, man. I mean that's just the day, man. You know, it's, it's a you know I ain't too hot. I ain't too cold. It ain't raining. It ain't snowing. I'm just, it, it, it's just fair to part the cloudy over here, bro. Fair to part the cloudy. And how I'm doing, uh, that hashtag rise up or no. Whenever you see some BS on Twitter or if you feel like just cussing the Falcons out or whatever, use that hashtag. Put that hashtag all in the chat, man. We want to see it go everywhere. Because ain't we tired of that? Ain't we tired of that? I know I am, so I know for sure that you is. So, so big low, who... Who you who you want to shout out first in the comments, man? Let's go ahead and hit these comments. Oh man, hey, everybody in here tonight, man. Everybody jump on quick, man. I got my homeboy William Amy in here. Uh, my homeboy, let's get it, GA. What's going on, man? Uh, I don't. I see everybody in here. Muhammad, what's up, bro? Shouting out Big Low Antonio and um, Black Girl Interrupted. What's going on? Saints fan, we'll still shout you out. Don't matter. <laughs> William Amy, what's the word, bro? And Miss Keith said that that was a good one, Terror Artist 404. 
Rise up yet, that wife, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna go ahead and get into another one. Um, what's up, the Snake Sports Podcast? So, what's good, fellas? If you guys want to collab about the upcoming matchup, let me know. I'm a Chargers fan, bingo, bingo. We, hey, bingo. let's run it, let's All run right, it, so, bro. Hey, hey, beat low, beat low. Are you uh, we don't have to get in touch with him. Um, Snake Sports Talk Show. Go ahead and hit up our email to be exact. I'm about to pull it up right here. Our email is atlnsportszone at gmail.com. Once again, atlnsportszone at gmail.com. So with that being said, Lo, are you down for doing it? We're going to have to chat it up. Are you down for doing a pregame with him? I'm more than down for doing it. I'm down like four flat tires on the Cadillac. I'm ready to roll with it. <laughs> hey, man. I'm excited about them charges and everything, so I'll be more than happy to chop it up with you, man. Appreciate for please, I appreciate you for shouting us out, man. Thank you. And Jay for seven said, "Yes, sir." Atlanta Falcons Nation, yes, sir. We are here. We are here. We are here. And he said, um, "I guess they wanted to do pre games with them, so we're gonna have to chop it up in the email and um, see what we can get." And what's up, Asia Green? Asia. What's going on? And we got to answer this one question. Can the Falcons still make the playoffs? Man, F that. No. <laughs> no. I don't see it, man. Real quickly, do you see it? I mean, we still mathematically, you know. <laughs> you know, when you pull out that word, oh, mathematically, you out. <laughs> we, we, still, we still mathematically uh, eligible, right? So, you know. And shout out there. and shout out real quick to Quentin Willis. He's checking in from VA. Yes, sir. And let's get it, GA. Yes. Um, unfortunately, he's still employed. It just look just look at him being here for the for the four man games and they fire him in the offseason. That's what's gonna happen. But um, hey man, we're gonna get into this real quick. This this matchup versus the Aints, man. Um I'm gonna go ahead and let you go first, Coach Lo. What what's your thoughts around round two of that game? I mean, of, ah, of man. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, uh, for all the Saints fans that are online right now, and I'm I'm sorry, I forgot to tell if, if there are any new viewers on here, I I apologize. One thing about the country boy, I I gotta make sure that I show my manners and introduce myself. So look, this your boy. My name is Big Low Country, football coach. All I do is sit around and talk about sports. And um, my homeboy, Terry Art, is here. Uh, he's one half of ATL in Sports Zone. He does Madden, in NBA 2K gaming. And he's just a cool guy, aficionado. So, you know, together we ATL in Sports Zone. So uh, I'm going to make sure that I put my, my link in the chat here. So if anybody yeah, so, wants to subscribe. So go ahead and, so go ahead and, and, and say your say, man. You got to get to him. Hey man, y'all do a country boy a favor and subscribe, man. Subscribe to Big Low Country Sport. Yes, sir. And like you said, subscribe to Terry Artist 404. My link is in the chat right now. I just put it up right now. So y'all ain't got no excuse. Go ahead and help your boy get to that 400. I'm at 377. I'm almost there. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. So let's get back to what we was about to talk about, low. Man, man, I'm sorry, bro. This I'm sorry. I this game. What's happening? What are you talking uh, about? Man, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, bro. Uh, 
for the first time in a long time, it's been a situation where I wasn't I wasn't worried about the defense. I, I wasn't worried about the defense. Besides those two long plays that we let go, I'm I'm pretty happy about the way the defense showed up. Um, we should have won the game if our offense would have played up to their capabilities. Uh, unfortunately, they just didn't do it on Sunday. You know, I mean, after after we're down by twelve points halfway through the fourth quarter, that's whenever we say, okay, guys, let's run some no huddle. Now, we haven't been able to score touchdowns the whole game. And then whenever all hope is lost, then we want to run no huddle. And we still had a chance to win the game. What, what in the world, Bo? I mean, if you get, I mean, and, and this is just me thinking as a coach myself. It's like, look, if our offense is stagnant, if our offense is slow as pond water, and for, for everybody out there that don't understand that, whenever I say something as slow as pond water, that means that it's just slow. That means it ain't going nowhere. So whenever our offense is slow as pond water, I mean, the, the reasonable explanation would be to, even if you don't got the plays in your playbook to change things up, just, hey, man, let's run some no huddle. No huddle every other series. No huddle. Let's get these guys moving. Let's get these guys going. If we get a couple of first downs, at least we can build some confidence ourselves. And I and that just didn't happen on Sunday until the game was lost. Ah oh, man. So my my feelings about this game, I'm gonna break it down like this. Uh, the Falcons is always first to do something bad. Taysom Hill <laughs> got his, got his first. I guess it was his first start against us, right? Yeah. Uh, the first time. He got his first passing touchdown versus us on Sunday. We were the first team to probably blow a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl. We were the first team to uh, not recover an onside kick that we had to wait 10 yards for. But, hey, hey, we a lot of we are first in a lot of things, right? So I'm going to break it down like this, man. This is something new, fresh to the Atlanta Falcons Nation. We want to bring something fresh and new. And I'm going to just say that these boys right here just – hold on, try to find it here. My bad, folks, my bad. Where it at? Um, you, you go ahead while I find it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're completely right. You know, uh, Taysom Hill, he got his first start against us. Uh, he's out here throwing touchdowns like he's Steve Young getting his first touchdowns thrown against us. And and look, the fact of the matter is, is that for everybody who felt like us playing against Taysom Hill was going to be a pass, I, I told y'all this two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, that, look, we don't have that much film on them, and this is basically the same exact situation that they had with Colin Kaepernick when they didn't have no film on them. You got a guy that can halfway throw the ball, that's big and strong and can run. I mean, he's gonna make some plays. He's gonna make some plays. I mean, and that's what happened when he broke contain and ran that forty-three yard run down the sideline. Like as a coach, I was just cringing because I'm like, so nobody was containing. But you know, after he got out there, it was. I mean, it was just off to the races after that. I just hate to see somebody running. And ain't nobody coming into the screen, you know. I mean, I just, all I see is somebody running and just green grass. It it it, it pisses me off. <laughs> it really pisses me off, man. But 
I mean, you know, and I understand, I understand, man. And what I was going to say is that these folks just can't get right. <laughs> I had to go dig and find for this man. I saw it earlier. I thought I put it on here. That's my bad. That's my bad for these folks just can't get right. And what I mean by just can't get right is they they just can't get right. Like how like how do you sit up here and let a fullback beat you, man? How do, how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that? Explain to me. Explain to me, Lo, how do you do that? What are you what is I your mean, feelings of, what is your feelings about a fullback beating us? Look, man, I'm not gonna sit up here and say that, you know, it was a bad thing that Taysom Hill just happened to play fullback, tight end, water boy, uh uh concession stand operator in every other position in the stadium. I I'm not gonna sit up here and knock it. The fact of the matter is the boy could throw the ball. He could throw the ball and he could run. At the end of the day, every high school game that you go to, that's what your quarterbacks are. And that's what, I mean, he might not be the prototypical quarterback, but look, or Deshaun Payton's tutelage is one of those situations where he 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 could be successful. And that's what he did, man. I ain't, I ain't even knocking. Man, look here. Look here. Taysom Hill, every time that he played the Falcons, he, he's looking like this at our defense. <laughs> he, he, he just won it because he know we were just gullible we know we he know we soft like that that just be honest he know that we just soft like that so that's why i think that Taysom hill Taysom hill was just like i'm gonna be eating turkeys all the time versus the falcons <laughs> <laughs> man, tell me why. Tell me why. Uh-huh. Tell me why. Uh, after the game, Mama Country came calling me, talk about, "Hey, Big Low, did you watch that game?" I said, "I said yes, ma'am." I said, "Yes, ma'am, I did watch it, Mama." She said, "Well, look, why them boys out there looking like syrup sandwiches?" I said, "I said, Mama, what you talking about?" She said, "Low." Them boys out there looking soft and sweet out there. They looking, I ain't trying to play no ball. I said, no, mama, don't be talking about them boys like that. <laughs> <laughs> and Wallace Smith said, film or no film, you can't play zone defense around the goal line because it's a bad defense to go in. What you think about that, coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I definitely agree. I, I definitely agree. It's like, well, well, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to say that because Whenever you got a quarterback that's not as experienced, uh, I, me myself, I, I say, well, look, let's run zone coverage against them first. We run that zone coverage against them. If he beats that, no. So now we know that he's smart. So let's try to put some, let's make some man up in there and let's see if he can make those throws now. So if we run that zone coverage and, you know, he he's smart enough to throw, you know, find the right zones to throw into and everything. No, I'm gonna let him burn me two or three times. Like I you gotta show me. You know what I'm saying? And then moving forward, if it's one of those cases where you know he he's eating that zone up, then I won't go to man covers. I want I want you to show me that you have the arm tap. Right, man. I mean, he I think Wallace Smith is absolutely correct on this in, in a way, because I think you would need to go more man in a situation like that because you are closer to the goal line. It ain't that much room to go. But in certain situations, sometimes you have to go zone. I get it. But you got to you gotta prepare for the run first. You feel me? 
That's yeah. how that's I don't how like, I might think about it. Yeah, I don't like man coverage near the goal line because you know all, all it takes is a, a quick double move inside outside they open. You you know what I'm saying? Like I I, I like that zone coverage. You know that uh, close to that goal line those red zone situations. Uh, Anthony Wright says, look at the film on Julio Jones' fourth down play. He jumped and tipped the foot of the ball with his right hand while his left hand was being held by the angst defensive back. By the way, that's a penalty. Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, it is, but you you know. It, it just seems like no matter where we play in New Orleans, they always get that call. But we did get a lot of calls that game too. But you're right; that call should have been uh, it should have been called, especially in the moment of the game like that. But hold on, you're talking about the hail mary, right? You're talking about the hail mary, right? Hail mary that wasn't supposed to be called because you got a chance to go for two two plays, meaning that you can you can uh, do a good play to go outside and then throw it throw it some more to the end zone. But you're right about that. That was a penalty. What you think about that, coach? Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely. I mean, I look, man. Every, there's a penalty on every play. So I mean, yeah, they were holding his arm. I mean, but you know, I can't. I can't sit here and be like, I, I'm not gonna sit here and just gripe and be like, you know, that was a penalty. You know, because I mean, at the end of the day, it's football. Like that's. I mean, that's you. The, the other man's trying to keep you from doing what you're trying to do. So. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and gripe about that because Julio, he had just, he had just much as an opportunity to opportunity to give him some alligator arms to kind of push him off a little bit so he could get open. So, like both guys had their opportunity, and you know, he just didn't catch it. You know? Did you say alligator arms, brother? Yeah, you know, cause you, can't, cause you, cause you can't fully extend, but you know, if you just give him that little uh, get up off me kind of thing, then go up. That's that's completely different. I used to tell my guys, give him that. Give them that little quick push, but if you it's fully extend, yeah, you finna get you finna get a flag all day. And Asia Green says we need to rebuild next year. Yes, we do, but we don't have a lot of space to rebuild, like money wise. That that's the messed up part of things. Um, I would feel way more confident. I mean, of course, around April next year, I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm ready for some Falcons football. Yeah, I want to see the change and everything, but. We don't have a lot of money to change. So we're going to have to do some cutting. We might potentially get a little bit worse before we get better. We don't know. So what you think about that, Lo? What you think about Mr. Asia Green? I, I disagree. I don't think we need to rebuild. I think, uh, I think my analogy for this situation is, is like a car. If you have a car with a dirty windshield or a cracked windshield, you know, we're not just going to be like, well, let's just rebuild this whole car. Right. I feel like I feel like it's one of those cases where, um, you know, we need to just fix the windshield. We need to just fix the things that are messed up. Our, our vision is blocked right now because, you know, the culture that Dan Quinn created. So right. instead of just rebuilding everything, I mean, because multiple people said they said, look, uh, the Falcons are the best four and 18 that I've ever seen. You see what I'm saying? You know, John Gruden said that, and I've heard other people say that. So, I mean, it, it's kind of like my homeboy Anthony right here said. It's like, you know, we're not, we're not rebuilding. We're not rebuilding. We're just reloading. You know, we just put, we just putting another clip in. 
you know yeah i don't think we are necessarily in like the rebuild mode because we still got the talent all around we need to rebuild the coaching though if you're talking about the coaching then yeah rebuild all that yeah we need that but as far as players wise i don't think so uh uh lord the falcons will place third in the division until they cut maddie saltwater really <laughs> Really? That's all you had to come up with? Really? <laughs> Maddie Saltwater? Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We forgot to tell everybody, Tone, too. Y'all make sure whoever gives us the funniest comment, we're going to try to shout it out at the end of the show. Um, I got a notebook here. If y'all give me the, uh, some funny comments, I'll make sure to write them down. At the end of the show, we'll try to make sure that we give them a shout out. So, yeah, we'll give y'all a shout out on who is the MVP in this comment section. So let it rip. Let it rip. Let it come. Uh, Jarvis Wynn said, Big Lo Antonio opened up the live video chats for the fans. You know what? We actually have been doing that. Um, We're going to figure out a Saturday. Y'all going to have to email us. We're going we gonna to let y'all know beforehand. Y'all can email us. You know showing that y'all subscribe snapshot and um go ahead and um send that to us at atl and sportszone.com so you can have your chance to um get into the live stream and come talk and talk with us we did it before but we appreciate the um the suggestion anthony wright says we would draft a stud running back with our second round pick Najee Harris out of alabama built by Alabama. And spend the rest of the draft on defense. Pick up a free agent or for the old line. I'm gonna let you go, man. What you think about that boy? Paid, (laughs) not built by Bama. He's built. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You you said paid by Bama, right? Built. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, man. I mean, I mean, I I, I like Najee Harris. I mean, do. let me ask you this: Do you think he's a? Do you think he's worth spending the second round pick on? Um, I think I think he should go in the first round. To be honest, but not many running backs going to the first round. We all know that nowadays. So, I mean, I would think so because we need that definite running back because Ty Gurley might not be here. Oh, he gone. He gone. He gone. Tiger is gonna put it, he, he probably put his house up there. Ain't no telling. <laughs> hey man, the Migos trying to talk him out of it. <laughs> man, the boys don't you, know that you, about. What you think football. about that though? What you think about Anthony Wright's statement? I mean, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I definitely think he's a first round kind of talent. I just don't like taking running backs in the first round. But, you know, those early rounds like that. You know, I mean, because there there's just so many of them nowadays. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, us in Alabama, we've hit and miss on running backs as well. Like Trent Richardson, that was a big miss. But Derrick Henry is a monster right now, so yeah. it's gonna be like a half and half thing. Uh, Speed for Speed Falcons for life says first round pick Patrick Sertan. What you? I'm a. I'm a. Hey, what you think about Patrick Sertan, man? I think he a beast. I think he a beast. I think he put gunpowder in his grits when he eat breakfast in the morning. 
So you think he's that perfect complimentary to um AJ Terrell on the opposite side potentially? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, that's what I wanted. I wanted to, you know, I wanted another cornerback on the other side because I mean that's what like that's something that you need. You need you need those guys like that to you know you, they don't come often. Marshall Thornton said the Falcons need to use their weapons. So you know what? We're gonna have to send a message to Dirt Cutter, or we're gonna have to uh, send a message to Arthur Blaine. Like, look, what you waiting on, bro? <laughs> what you waiting on? And Anthony Wright said he wants to um de in the first round. How you feel about that? All right, I I guess it depends on you know where we're gonna be drafting in the first round. So I mean, if we're, if we're drafting. You know, top five. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those situations where, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, as a coach, it pisses me off to think about that. You know, I, <laughs> there's still football left to be played. So, but uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I I I, I can definitely see a top notch D. Uh, I, I want a defensive end. I'm, I'm getting tired of these little guys, though. I, I want somebody. You know, two sixty-five up to two eighty. Um, somebody who could set the edge. Oh my God! You I mean, me. yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I want, I want some of them old, them old tire flipping country boys, man. <laughs> and uh, I seen a comment right here by Devon Stanford. So Tanner Terrell would be a problem. Him or Fairly from Virginia Tech. Oh. Virginia. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna speak on Patrick Satani. You speak on your boy since we, you know, fans of, of those teams. Um, Patrick Satan, I think he would be an absolute monster, and I think that would be that would might just be a good way to go because there's so many DEs and D tackles in this draft. So we might can be able to find somebody in the fourth, fifth round at um DE that might come out and shine. So why not take a chance on Patrick Satan? So. What about Fairley from Virginia Tech, man? What's happening with him? Hey, man, Fairley is one of those guys who, you know, he's a baller. I might have some bias towards him because, you know, I've been a Virginia Tech fan for a long time. Vitek, Hokies, all day. Y'all already know what time it is. But, yeah, man, I mean, he's, he's a baller. He's a baller. I think uh, him and Sertan, those are two of the top, those are two of the top guys in this draft that's coming up this year. And um, I'm I'm sorry, y'all, but uh, my wife, you know, she's a she thinks she's a <laughs> defensive line coach, and her favorite slogan is "set the edge." I don't know. That's all she says. So I'm I'm sorry. I had to make sure I put that on there. <laughs> <laughs> Wallace Smith said it's over with Dirk Cutting plays for the rest of the season because it's not going to get any better. You know what? Do y'all think he did this on purpose? Or do y'all think he's just that stubborn? I wouldn't really know. I want to really know because if I know something ain't working and it ain't been working my whole entire existence, first of all, why you have a job, NFL? And then second of all, second of all, wouldn't you switch it up? Wouldn't you to try to stay in the game or start to stay on top of your opponent or get up there? What you think about that? What you think about what I just said, though, man? So he, pride, he, man. He, can, he can get a mouthful from me, bro. He can meet me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's all oh, pride, man. 
It's all pride. That's all it is. That man, he, he for some reason he thinks he's the smartest man in the room, and you know he he, he just. But, and, and and I told y'all whenever Dirk Cutter calls his plays, well before before Matt Ryan runs out to the to the field, he always calls Matt over and he says this right here. We're gonna throw three straight passes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? I got something to get on top of that. I have something to get on top of that situation right there. Like I said in my um live the other day that I did. We gonna have to get together, put our pens together to get him this coaching football for dummies because <laughs> <laughs> he don't know what he's doing out there. So maybe this book can get him some answers. You feel me? But um, we gonna go ahead and hop all right on into the next topic here. The next topic is I'm gonna let you write off on this one first. How you feel about the owner? Do you think he should sell the team? Do you think he know what he's doing? Do you think enough is enough? What? Man, first of all, my first question would be in this situation is whether whenever we try to figure out if Arthur Blank should sell the team or not, like we look, look, Tom. So we got to make sure that we keep the most important things important, right? You agree with me, right? I agree. And, and Falcons fans, y'all agree with me too, right? Y'all, y'all, we want to make sure that we keep all the the most the all the important things important. So whenever right. I think about whenever someone asks me if Arthur Blank should sell the team, the first question that I ask is, are we still gonna get the three dollar chicken tenders? Are we still gonna get those three dollar chicken tenders and the two dollar hot dog? Because that, that that that's my first question. Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not, because you're going to get a new owner in here. He's going to check everything up, man. But man. get down to it, man. Let, let us know man. How, how you really, really feel about this, man. So we're getting some comments in here. So go ahead. Yeah, uh, I, I I honestly, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think Arthur Black should sell the team. Uh, ever since he's taken over, because I'm a numbers guy. If you, ever since he's taken over the team's revenue, and this is not just because the NFL's revenue was raised, but the, the Falcons, uh, the Falcons' revenue was raised substantially ever since he's taken over. Um, yeah. The value of the team, you know, he brought a new stadium uh, to Atlanta. Uh, he's brought so many jobs to Atlanta. I, he's one of the most forward-thinking owners in the NFL. Uh, when it, whenever we just had this civil rights revolution over the summer. Uh, he was very vocal, showed his support to the African American community. Um, yeah, you, you know, so uh, just because uh, Dan Quinn doesn't know how to make decisions and teach guys <laughs> just on the ball, whenever they kick an onside kick, I don't think that means that we should that Arthur Blank should sell the team. I think Arthur Blank should should be the owner for as long as he sees fit. Myself, um, in my case, yeah. I mean, not yet till he said the team. I think he should stay. 
because I, I'm not too sure about the Smith brothers that we had. You know more about them than than, than I do, our previous owners. But I heard they were pretty bad. So yeah, was, <laughs> was, was, this terrible. is the only really owner that I remember the most. I became a fan when I was young, but what I remember the most is him. And he's did a great job for the city of Atlanta supporting, you know, you know, everything around it. And but he he need to get his ish together though. I can tell you that. He need to really dig deep and hire the best GM that he can, the best head coach that he can, the best offensive coordinator that he can, the best defensive coordinator. But I know the coach, once he hired the, the GM, the GM goes for the coach, and the coach bring in who he wanna bring in. So I, I believe, no, I believe he should really um, just stay as, you know, as he sees it being healthy, man. I'm pretty sure if he sells the team, it's going to be to like a nephew or something, bro. He ain't going to go outside the family. <laughs> <laughs> but Speed for Life said, yes, Arthur Brains needs to sell the team. He hired trash coaches and Mike Smith and Dan Quinn and coaches and brought back Dirk Cutter. What do you think about that comment? Let me ask you something. I bet you would love to see Max Smith on the sideline right now. <laughs> that was the pose. <laughs> Am I turning red, y'all? No, I'm too dark. Nah, you ain't, you ain't turning red. <laughs> uh, let's just see. See, um, I'll. What um Wally Smith said, why should Mr. Blank sell the team? Because you still have to get the talent and the right coaches to coach the team because you can get a new owner and still be bad. That's absolutely correct. What you think about that? Yeah, um, yeah, I I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. It's, I mean, I, I just don't see any sense in it. You know, Arthur Blank's a billionaire, so it's like He's a, he's a, he's obviously he, he's one of those guys who are one of the smartest men in the room, and you know just because like I said because he hired someone who you know ran two passing plays at the end of the Super Bowl and you know <laughs> because Devonte Freeman didn't pick up the block you know hey, wait 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 a minute wait a minute go ahead and say it don't block get it get it don't block. <laughs> Get it, get it, don't fly. Get it, get it, don't fly. <laughs> but that's how you but feel yeah, about man. that, man. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think Arthur. I, I don't even see. I don't even see why people even asking that question. The man, hey, the man, man brought you a new stadium. The man's giving you a very entertaining team. You know, he gives us cheap food, which is my favorite part. <laughs> And then the fact of the matter is, is that like, I mean, because no, I'm a season ticket holder, so it's like all the all of the benefits that he gives, like the PSL holders and the season ticket holders. Nah, he he. You a season ticket he, holder, man? Yeah. Man, you rich, rich. I can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> see, see the Georgia Dome. I used to be kind of you know in the nosebleed sections. Now I can't even get in the building. <laughs> <laughs> But GGG said it depends on who he sells it to. What if the new owner moves a franchise out of Georgia? Who? Yeah, man. Uh, I I think I would have a very hard time for that. I wouldn't want to root for another 
city to have our players because if they mess around and go win a Super Bowl, then Atlanta is just cursed. That would be the ultimate time you could say Atlanta is cursed. What? Would, would you be afraid that the owner, the new owner, or whoever, you know, whatever the case may be, do you think he would actually think of, let me take this team out of Georgia? I mean, I, I don't think he would be considering it in the near future because we just got this stadium, you know. So um, I, I, I think if he, if he did consider it, it might be like 20 years down the road or something. I ain't even going to lie. I'd be hurt. I'd be devastated. <laughs> I'll be devastated. We're going to get into one more, one more comment here. Uh, <laughs> I think we answered this before, but we can answer it again. Uh, G, do you think Raheem will be the head coach next year? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I was on the Raheem trial. I was like, yeah, we playing better. Yeah, we doing better. Let's go. And then Detroit happened. Then I'm like, all right, that's all right. And then the two games versus the Saints happened. And then he threw Matt Ryan under the bus. That was a wrap for me. Throwing the players under the bus like that. At least Dan Quinn never said that. What you think about that, Lo? Get him out of here. That's what I think <laughs> about that. <laughs> get him out of here. And we're going to get into this one right here. Speed Falcons for life. Do you think we should tank? Oh, to make sure we're in the top 10? Huh. I'm about to answer your question right here, boss, because actually the next one is, should we tank the season? You see how that played right in hand? It played right in hand. That comment came right in time, didn't it, man? Right in time. Some people, so, like Dee said, some people call it luck. We call it perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> and we, right, we just want to say that we appreciate y'all watching. You know, you're watching the A, the T, the I, the E, the N, the S, what zone. Hold up, what zone. Appreciate it. And what you're saying, man, they can be anywhere. Say it again. Hey, y'all can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. So thank y'all so much for chilling out with a country boy and a city boy, man. We really appreciate hey, it. Hit that subscribe button on Atlanta Falcons Nation. Hit that subscribe button on Terry 404. My link is in the chat. His link in the chat, too. Go go help who out? Go help the country boy out, man. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to tell y'all. What in the world? Because the fact of the matter is, on Friday night, we're doing Friday night film study. So y'all make sure that y'all come on, chill out with us. And, you know, you can sit down. Look, y'all actually going to be in the film, in the film room with the coach. Y'all going to be in the coach's room with the coach, Coach Big Low Country. So y'all make sure that y'all check it out. And I forgot, I'm also putting my – my link in the description here so y'all can check out some more film study in the future, okay? Yes, uh, so do you think the Falcons should tank? Uh, I think it may be one of those situations where we may not have a choice. You think so? Explain. Elaborate. I, I feel like I feel like we, we may not we, we might not have to try to lose these games. We might just lose. <laughs> hey, hey, man! <laughs> and and I'm gonna say this: This is when the Falcons gonna win. Watch, yeah, never, never fail. But why, never why, fail. why? But why do you say that? Who who we got coming up? We got the Chargers. They ain't a pushover. Then we have the Bucks twice, and if I can't forget it, we got Kansas City. 
Yeah. And to the um Chargers fan that was in the, in this chat with us, don't forget to hit us up at atlianssportszone at gmail.com. Uh, so that's all you gotta say about the tank of the season, you know. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, about it, Well, look, all I'm saying is that uh to get a top ten pick or a top five pick, I don't think I don't think we're gonna have to tank. I think if we go out and play ball the same way we've been playing ball these last <laughs> last twelve weeks, it, it might just happen. So like nah, like and we know we all know the kind of team that or the kind of organization that the Falcons are, like Arthur Blank, he's one of those. He he's a quality guy, so he's gonna say, "Look, y'all, y'all ain't finna do nothing halfway. Y'all finna play ball the same way that y'all play ball whenever we had hopes of winning at the beginning of the season." You know, so <laughs> the O and Fivers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, me, I mean, I think I'm gonna have to piggyback and go right with you, low. I just don't think that. I don't think they're going to go in like, oh, we should tank. But with the teams we playing, we might only win one. Like, like Speed um, Falcons for Life right here said, we are going to beat the Chargers and lose to the Bucks twice and the Chiefs, 5-11 and 11 season. Do you think that's how it's going to play out, Lo? <sighs> I, I don't think we're going to beat the Chargers. I don't think I don't think we're gonna beat the Chargers. I think I think we're gonna lose to the Chiefs and beat the Bucks once, but I don't think we're gonna beat the Chargers. So what? Wait, wait, hold on. We are gonna get into that later on, later on. And I I think I agree with Speed Falcons for life. Uh, I think our best chance to win is versus the Chargers. That that's that's just how I feel, man. Because the Bucks is pretty tough too. Even though we know that we can hang with them, but the dirt cutter will happen. <laughs> the dirt cutter moment will happen, man. So, so my my thing is about it, man. They're all pros, right, y'all? They're all pros. Yeah. So they're not gonna have that mentality that we should just tank this season. But the way they've been playing, it's it's like they've been thinking about tanking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, y'all might as well continue to play the way y'all been playing and don't change nothing. Just don't change nothing. Get out this season. I'm so tired of this season. You know what? 2020, the whole COVID thing is exactly how this season, the Falcon season is COVID. Put it like that. It's just all bad and messed up right now. But we're looking for 2021 to be bigger and better. Ain't we right, low? Oh yeah! Every year we're gonna try to be. Every year we're gonna try to bring it. We bring it to your front though. Every year, so like this hey. year it ain't. But look, next year we're gonna we're gonna try to do it big, man. What's up, Fred Moore Jr.? What's going on, ATL? And this piece of eight time down. You already know what it is, man. Oh no, yeah, Fred. we forgot. We forgot. What's our annual thing to do? Hey man, throw them area codes in the chat, man. Where you from? Y'all let us know where y'all from. Y'all put them area codes in the chat. We want to know where y'all from because we want to know where the love coming from. So y'all put the area codes in the chat, man. Y'all already know. Y'all know what the tradition is. Y'all already know. <laughs> they already know. Hey, but um, Anthony Wright says Julio Jones is 229 yards away. I mean, yards from another 1,000 season. Kevin really is 95 yards away from his first 1,000 yard season. 
Shoot. Uh, you think they gonna get it? Oh you yeah. Think they both gonna oh, grab yeah. it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They gonna get it. Julio try to be one of the best to ever do it. So we all know how competitive Julio is, and I'm sure Julio's like, well, I gotta get another thousand yard season. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right? Yeah, like, come on, like, we all know. I mean, if it was me, that's what I'd be thinking. I'd be like, look, y'all, we might not lose. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this G on them right quick. I, I already know. Joshua Johnson said, "I think y'all would get into a shootout." With the Chiefs, defense can be suspect at times. What you think about that, Coach? Then I'm going to elaborate on that. Uh, Joshua, I think I think we have the potential to go into a shootout with the Chiefs, but it depends on what type of play calling we're going to be doing offensively. If we get stagnant and if we start running this pond water offense like we've been running, like these last few weeks, we're not. It's not gonna be no shootout. It's not gonna be no shootout. All right, we'll put up a good fight on offense. I mean, on defense, and we'll try to slow them down. And we'll put up seven. We'll put up 18, 19 points. You know, because Ku's gonna be kicking so many field goals, his legs gonna fall off. But and and then it's like Matt might throw a touchdown, but we're gonna keep getting into that red zone and not putting up points. Next thing you know. Oh man, we left 16 points on the board because Ku kicked four field goals. <laughs> so, oh man, I don't think we're gonna get into a shootout with the Chiefs, bro, because of DK. No, I'm not talking about Donkey Kong. You know, not 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 way back then, not Donkey Kong. But I'm talking <laughs> about <laughs> I'm talking about Dirt Cutter, man. I don't think I don't think so, man. I, I just lost all uh, you know faith. In, in him, man. And Michael Walker says, speaking about free agency, should we draft to go after Earl Thomas for two years despite attitude and um, the youngest can learn from him? What do you think about that? Coach? Because you've been in a locker room coach. What? What, what are they going to learn how to fight from him? They need it. <laughs> man, I mean, not, 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 the, not the fighting portion, but the 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 you know the toughness. But go ahead, man. I'm just joking. Man, ain't gonna learn how to like look. Earl Thomas, he's not on the team right now for a reason. All these NFL teams, to a certain extent, they don't they don't even care. Like to a certain extent, they don't care what you're doing. Like Greg Hardy was out here tying people up, and he was still getting signed by the Cowboys. Kareem Hunt was over here kicking, kicking women, and he was getting signed by the by the Browns. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Antonio Brown, like throwing packages out the out of the the delivery truck. You know what I'm saying? So, like <laughs> NFL, these guys don't even care, man. Earl Thomas isn't on a roster for a reason. There's a Somewhere. reason he's not on a roster. And Ray Rice probably somewhere like, what do I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, William Amy says we need Greg Knapp. What you think about that, Coach? I mean, yeah, and, and, and you know what? Like, whenever everybody, whenever everybody, like, always talks about, like, you know, we need this guy and we need that guy. As as far as coaching, I, I'm one of those people who I believe that, like, I got to sit down and talk with them. Like, I want to sit down. Like, we we could look and see. Like, we could look at Eric Bieniemy's 
offense in Kansas City and say, oh, man, they're just throwing, you know, bombs and they're putting up 40 points a game. But it's like, it's like I always say, football is just like life. You know, it, it all depends on the circumstances to determine, you know, what you are and what you have the potential to do. Now, so whenever it's one of those situations where, oh, yeah, we need to get Greg Knapp. Like, we, we don't know what Greg Knapp's philosophy is. He could be a jerk and say, well, look, we've been at those three state passes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't yeah. know. So. I don't believe we need Greg Knapps either. I just want anybody that can make this offense percolate. That's it. I don't care. You can be you can be from the bluff. If you, if you can call better blaze and dirt cutter, come on, cause you got a chance. Eric Snow, yeah. where you at? Snow, come on, give <laughs> give, give, give a brother a chance, man. But Devon, uh, Devon Stanford, which made me laugh right here, said we give on our time, but he can stay where Jesus need him at. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Greg, Greg, Knapp is our what um quarterback coach or what is um yeah. position with the Falcons quarterback coach, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a quarterback coach for a while, and yeah. um, yeah, and um, and I, I'm sorry, y'all. I know that we uh we we got to make sure. I appreciate everybody for putting those area codes in there, um. Let's, Thank go ahead, so let's go ahead and get to some of those, man. Well, we got time. Yeah, man. We can, yeah. We can get to some of those. So we got a 504 guy in here. Uh Mr. JTL, 1975. Thanks for watching. Um, I have we got, uh, you got William Amy, 912 in the building. 912, Asia Green for Lawrenceville. Lawrenceville, what's happening? Then you got Devon Stanford from Foresight. Foresight, Georgia. <laughs> in the middle. Uh, we got we Mr. Got... Brian Peoples here from South Carolina. Lamar, South Carolina. That's Lamar. We just say Lamar in the South. <laughs> and somebody spread it out perfectly. The foe. Oh, foe. Wallace Y'all already know what time it is. Georgia Southern. Y'all already know. Get him. And then we got Ezekiel King. He didn't put in the air cover. But what's up? What's happening, man? If you're still watching, man. What's good, yeah, Z? So we can get into one more, one more. Um, to, uh, do you find anybody Ice else? Did we get them off of them? It's Ice from Ness from the 315, Trey 15. Hey. Hey, yeah, I, 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 I want to shout out to. Um, uh that fan that was from the that fan that was from Statesboro, there was a yeah. famous coach who uh you know he's near and dear to everybody's hearts. His name is Ert Russell, Mr. Wilder mm -hmm. Smith. Ert Russell, uh he said that, you know, look guys, if you if you say your prayers, you treat people nice, you say yes ma'am but no ma'am, when you die, you might go to Statesboro, Georgia. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's heaven, huh? <laughs> so now we're going to get right into it, man. What is y'all's predictions on the game versus the Chargers? Low. Let them know. Um, Look, man, I think it's going to be one of those situations where we uh, – I, I think it depends on what we decide to do. 
if, if we decide to let Matt run some no huddle, um, because the fact of the matter is, I know Dirk Cutter knows that his name is trending on Twitter on Sundays, on Sunday afternoon after four o'clock. I know his, I know that he knows that his name is trending. Like he could try to block out all that noise as much as he wants to. The fact of the matter is, is that either Dirk Cutter is going to use this opportunity to grow. Or he's going to use this opportunity to be stubborn and stay stuck in his ways. Now, if he stays stuck in his ways, Justin Herbert over there, that boy's the real deal. That's the future of the NFL. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, Justin Herbert's the truth. So, if if those boys put up 25 points or more, it's over. We we, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna be able to do it if Dirt Cutter's doing the same thing he's been doing. Now, if not, if we if we could. Think outside the box and open our minds. We we might be able to get this W. Um, we're gonna get into these comments real quick. Then I'm gonna let y'all know what I think about it. Um, Asia Green says 2617 ATL. All right, all right. Um, Ice Finesse says I think Justin Herbert will have to um best game have his best game of the season because we all know we make quarterbacks. Look like all pros. That's the thing about it, man. I don't think it, I think even if we was on our best, he would still do pretty pretty well. I just think he's a good quarterback. So yeah. I don't think he's one of those quarterbacks that we should be you know ashamed of if he you know goes off. You're like, well, just another one. <laughs> another one. Uh, Andrew G says Falcons beat Chargers twenty eight to twenty one. Okay, 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 okay. And Anthony Wright said, I like Justin Herbert. He is a beast. He is, man. And I think I realized that the game that they played in New Orleans, I said, oh, my God, he got an arm on him. What touch? Yeah. He can sling it. He can sling it. For real. And Devon Stanford says, um, let's see, right here. We need to get Herbert. We need to um, get to Herbert early and rattle him, hit him and hit him and hit him some more. That's the only way. That's the only way. So now I'm going to get into my score prediction. Um, I'm going to say 21 to 28, the Falcons win. Mm. 21 to 28. And I'm not so sold on their defense, but I do know it's going to be a close game through and through because Justin Herbert, that, that's what I'm worried about right there, the quarterback, man. So explain to me, explain to me why you think, why you thought the Chargers would beat us, Lo. It's all about, it's all about what our, what our offense does, man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Brian People said twenty-one to twenty-three, cool game with it. MVP, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, man. Hey, man. That boy, you know, way cool. He, he, he's cuckoo for cocoa puff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think I think it's I think it's a shame. Wait a minute, Yazuski Knight says salute guys. What's up? What's happening, man? We gotta, so we gotta always show love to you because you'll be up on everybody videos, man. We'll never miss out on a chance to shout you out. There you go. Much love, much but love. um my my I mean, I, I gotta twist to this too. How do you feel that our kicker has scored more than our offense in the last couple of weeks? Is it, a, is it a good thing that our kicker is making so many points the way he's breaking records, but then the offense is not doing his job? 
Let's be shameful. Come, come, come with the coach's perspective, man. Let's be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed of themselves because basically, you know what that's saying? That's saying that you're moving the ball, but the reason the but but the reason that Dirt Cutter is getting getting paid and is staying in that house uh, that has that uh, that has the the homeowners association on the cul-de-sac somewhere out there in Hall County, what he gets paid to do, he's not doing it. Offensive coordinators make their money in those red zones. Almost anybody could coach the team up if you had that talent to get from the 20 to the 20. But whenever you get past that 20 yard line, that's whenever you, you know what I'm saying? That's whenever that creative offensive mind comes into play. And I mean, Dirt Cutter's just not doing it. He's just Dirt not doing it. He's allergic to that. He's allergic to that. I think he actually got a medical record for that, man. If I can find that, I'm going to look that up, man. For real, for real. And. Because Dirk Cutter will wake up Friday morning screaming from his bed because he pulls back the covers. There will be a cut from a, off a horse head's lying next to him. <laughs> <laughs> Your life is being threatened. <laughs> um, we're going to get into another comment here. I thought I saw something. There you go, Brian. Um, people with OC fault. Play calling in the red zone is horrible. Is right, Brian. In, the, in the red zone, horrible coach, though. Yes, yes, I, I completely agree. That's why, that's why cool. I, that's why cool's killing it right now. My homeboy Ice Vanessa said that be proud that we have a good kicker because uh, we could have a kicker that's struggling and be missing a lot of kicks. Fact of the matter is, Ice is that the reason why he's doing so good is that he's getting all this practice. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting all this. He's getting all this on the job training. Kicking, kicking in the in the game all the time. They're like, oh man, Cool is just killing it on on field goals fifty yards or more. I I wonder why, coach. And you know what's crazy, man? I have a video on that on Atlanta Falcons Nation. Go check it out. This was weeks, weeks before. I, I'm excited to see what his stats are now. So it, it just it's crazy because you want to applaud your kicker. That, that is the most crazy situation. You want to applaud your kicker, but then you're looking at Matt Ryan and Julio and Dirt Cutter over there like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> you should be a doggone shame of yourself. Then we're going to get into another comment here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, Andrew G said, no kicker should not be leading scores for a team. It means you can move the ball fine, but can't get into the end zone, which is a problem, major problem. Major problem. You know what? You know what my problem is with this offense, man? What's that? You know, you know, years we've had a good to almost a great offense, and we have no type of defense nowhere near. Then we were like, man, if the defense could actually play, we could beat some. Yeah. And then, like in 2017, the defense was in top 10. But the offense struggled in spurts. And then yep. now, defense gets it together just a little bit. And the offense is nowhere to be found, bro. We can never have everything clicking at the right time. Because even in 2016, we just got hot at the right time. Because remember, Tampa yep. was on our butt. Yep. They was like, it was tied up until they started losing at the end. And our defense wasn't even the best then. It was that offense. Matt Ryan, them, they were spurring us on. But 
it's just crazy, man. How 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 we always have flip flop, and we never have a special team, bro. Never, <laughs> never. I think the I think the last consistent one that we had was Allen Rossum. Yeah, we had Devin Hester, but that was a short lived. Allen Rossum was the um, last real return man, you know, for years that we had. So we're going to get yeah. into our favorite segment, which is dedicated to y'all, Atlanta Falcons Q&A. Fans, what's up, what's up, what's up? And don't forget, man, uh, hit us up in the in this email if you want a chance right here. Here it goes, atlnsportzone at gmail.com. If you want a chance to hit a Saturday show with us at night and, you know, get some ish off your chest, man. So there goes the email right there. So let's get into these comments, man. What you got, though? What comment you got? Man, let's see here, man. Let's see. Let's see. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I. So, Mr. Ice Vanessa says that we can never get all three phases on the same page we're always a one-sided team i think he was agreeing with you in that particular case tone and i mean i i agree with you bro it's like you know i just want to see a balanced team you know i want to be able to go into a game and be able to score 24 points and win you know we could score those 24 and we could also keep them under you know 24 at the same time all right anthony wright said bit low country this question is for you I like these marquee matchups. Um, De Joey Bosa versus right tackle Kayla McGregor and De Melvin Ingram versus left tackle Jake Matthews. Low, who wins these marquee matchups? They are marquee. That is a good point. Oh my God! Question is yeah. you though, boss. What you think? Who wins? Well, it? well, it's like uh, Kayla McGregor. He's showing a lot of improvement, um, but. Thing is that he hasn't gotten to the point where he's consistent yet. So I, I think that Caleb McGarry is going to show. Um, I think he's going to flash against Joey Bosa, but I also think Joey Bosa is going to going to get the best of him sometimes as well. Now um, over there on the other side, uh, Jake Matthews. I, I honestly, I, I honestly trust Jake Matthews on that blind side uh, with Ingram. I think that uh, um, you know, a lot of people don't like him because he's not the you know the the strongest or you know the fastest. I mean, because you know he's a he's a zone blocking left tackle. But I mean, you know he he holds his own. I, I whenever I watch him, he has great technique. Uh, his hand placement is beautiful. Um, that and he plays like he's a Matthews, and I know that sounds cliche, but I mean I I think he'll hold his own against Ingram over there. And y'all make sure y'all keep the questions rolling. This segment is all for y'all. Can the coaching staff? If you keep anyone, it has to be Uberich for the better defense we have seen. But he was a linebacker and played the game, and he can relate to the players in a way other coaches cannot. We have definitely seen that change. We've seen it um, in the second half of last season, and we've seen it since Dan Quinn has gotten fired. Uh, I think he's the only. I think he's the only coach that really has a chance to stay. I think he might be the only coach. That might have the chance to stay. What you think about that, um, coach? Uh, I mean, I, I think he may have a chance to stay, but whenever they bring this new regime in and everything, like you gotta think those other thirty-one teams, like they're they're also looking as well. So they're gonna say, "Hey, man, did, did y'all see how well Jeff Uber did 
um, for the Falcons. So I, I think I think he's probably going to be gone. But whenever they bring um, whenever they bring that new regime in, they're going to bring in their own guys. At the end of the day, y'all know, man, it's a good old boy system. I I, I love it, <laughs> but I mean, you seen how Dan Quinn brought all his homeboys in when he came, and you know, slowly got rid of all of them, like the presidential cabinet. So you know, it's just one of those situations. And I got a question for you, Low. I say say it's a chance that you know the new GM don't keep him, new head coach don't keep him. Do, do you think he's ready for a head coaching job itself, or do you see him getting a DC job like immediately picked up? Todd, Jeff Obert? Yeah. No, no. He's not ready for a head coaching job. Like, I, I, I know a lot of people are saying that on Instagram and Twitter. Do not give that man a head coaching job. He's not ready for it. He just came up from being a positional coach. To being a, a defensive coordinator, like like let that progress slowly. Don't let that man just coach a coach a defense for a half a season and then just put him up here and be like, okay, now you're the coach because there's more to just being a head coach than just calling plays, making sure the offense and defenses are, are doing their doing what they're supposed to do. So no, let him let him progress naturally. As that's a disservice to him. Right, and appreciate you, um, Black Girl Interrupted. She said, love you guys. Keep up the good work. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Thanks, Ash. I want to get into this comment right here from Ice Finesse. We should trade up to get, uh, I might butcher this name, at Ed, team or whatever. Honestly, Etienne. that's how much, okay, uh, whatever. <laughs> how much I really like him. Uh, what you think about that? I mean, yeah, he, hey man, he's a beast, man. He's a beast, but um, I think I, I don't think we're at the point where we where we need to be trading up, you know, like like 2011 where we traded up to get Julio. I, I don't think that we're at that point where where we're just that close. We could trade up to get guys. We need every draft pick that we that we can get. So yeah, especially with the way our salary cap looks, yeah, I, I definitely. Don't think we need to really be trying to make any trade ups right now. Nick Turner 31, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Um, look at Matt LaFleur, QB coach, to be head coach. Um, I think so. I mean, I, I think I can look at it because, um, the way that he, I mean, it, it's just ironic that Matt Ryan last year, he was a quarterback coach here, you know, in 2016. So, and I, I know you can't um, say anything real life to Madden, but I use his Madden playbook, boy, and it is ridiculous in a good way. <laughs> but, you know, him and Shannon kind of got the little bit of the same thing almost. But what you think about Matt LaFleur? Well, you know, well, one thing about a quarterback's coach is uh, a quarterback's coach is basically the a quarterback's coach is basically the lieutenant offensive coordinator. You know, he he knows everything that's going on and everything like that. And I heard a lot of people say that you know he's been more than capable to, of being an offensive coordinator for years because he was basically the offensive coordinator when he was here. He was like offensive coordinator B. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I see him getting that job. You know, 
he did. I mean, he's done a great job while he was, you know, uh, while he's been in in Green Bay. I, I think he's a heck of a coach, man. He's gonna be successful for a long time. And Brian People says, "Can y'all see a hard-nosed head coach like Rex Ryan coming to the ATL?" You already know my feeling of it. Um, I would like to see it just because of the attitude-wise, but I don't know what he's going to bring to the offensive side. He's going to have to show me that he's going to get a good OC on the offensive side because his resume with the Jets ain't so well with that. <laughs> so, but I would, I would welcome Rex Ryan, yeah, because of the attitude, that Propaga, that swagger. He's going he gonna to have them dudes like bullies out there. What you think about that, Lo? Uh, I, you know what? It's like the more and more I think about it, whenever it was first presented to us, they was talking about it like two months ago. Uh, I, I said I didn't like it, and the more I think about it, I don't like it even more. And the reason I say this is what? because you get these, wait, wait, yeah, wait, I, why, 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 <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, I feel like if we get if we get just some random hard nosed coach like a Rex Ryan, uh, everybody says, "Oh well, you know, uh, he's not going to take any mess." It's like, look, I don't care what mess you do, what mess you take, and what mess you don't take. It's all about you know what these plays that you call out here. So a lot of these defensive hard nosed coaches, whenever they approach the situation, they prepare for the game and they make the decision on what they're going to do on Wednesday. Uh, offensive coaches and defensive coaches are different. So whenever they prepare for what for the game and what they're going to do, and they decide, okay, so this is what we're going to do on uh, on Sunday. They decide what we're going to do on Wednesday. They go into the game. That's what they're doing. So yeah. it doesn't matter if we go into the game. And we're being we're just being bludgeoned. They're going to say, well, look, this is the game plan, and this is what we're sticking with. That's what defensive coaches do. Defensive coaches they set up what they want to do, and that's what they'll do. Offensive coaches. Right. They'll say, wait a minute, they're getting the best of us. Offensive coaches try to outthink their opponent. Defensive coaches, they just say, hey, I'm hard-nosed. This is what we're going to do. And, and while they're being hard-nosed, they're getting their draws burnt off. Because that's what happened to Rex Ryan. Before he left uh, the, the Jets, you know, he, he never made the changes that he needed to make. Before he left the Bills, he never made the changes that he needed to make. Because he's like, I'm Rex Ryan, and this is what I do. <laughs> and and that's the situation that yeah and that's the situation that we're that's the situation we're currently in right now falcons fans so for everyone to be like oh man i just want rich ryan because he's not going to take any mess i don't care about not taking any mess i want you to be able to jump on the ball if it's a if, if it's an onside kick before the other <laughs> team jumps on. that's all i care about you know you see what i'm saying so Look, I want a coach that can think, that can think about what the other team is doing and make adjustments in the process. That's all I'm saying. So, I feel that all the way. You made some real good sense right there. I feel that all the way. Anthony Wright said, Terry Artist 404, this question is for you. The Chargers special team is one of the worst units in the league. Four punts blocked. Three returns given up for touchdowns. Will Brandon um, Powell have a big day? Uh, would you? Would you? You know what? You kind of forced me into a situation. <laughs> I can see 
Hey, let me get it together here. I'm going to say a punt return for a touchdown. I'm going to throw it out there. I know it's rare because we don't have a good special team. We just non-creative. <laughs> but I'm going to throw it on out there, man. Punt return for a touchdown. Brandon Power, do your job. Don't make me look bad. <laughs> um, we're gonna go to this one right here. Nick Turner 31. Man, our scouting department is like lush at its best. We need a GM that has great relationships in the league and who isn't scared to make some moves. What do you think about that, Lo? I mean, I don't really care about you know having relationships with uh with these other teams. I, I just want somebody who could um you know, who, who could scout, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to, you know, miss out on J.J. White or Khalil Mack or, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to miss out on those guys. I want to draft. I don't want to always have to draft the next big wide receiver. Like, you know, I, I won't. I just want somebody who can see the talent in the first in that first round and continually hit on it. I don't want the parade Jerry's. I don't want the Jamal Anderson's. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and I Anthony Wright, Anthony Wright agrees with you. Uh, he says, "Big low." That's exactly what Dan Quinn, um, Dan Quinn, he was stubborn, like Rex Ryan, and not make any adjustments. You said yeah. this guy know his football, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, man, that's my GM, man. I, I tried to get him on my coaching staff. He was like, "Nah, you know what? I want to be the GM." So. Anthony Wright, you my GM, bro. You know, so whenever we whenever we take this uh this Falcons position uh coming up in March, I'm, I'm gonna let you be my GM. And y'all make sure y'all you know hit that subscribe button for your boy Terry Artist 404. I just put the link up in there again, and we appreciate everything that y'all do for us, that y'all watch the watch time minutes and all that. Y'all come in here every week. You could be anywhere else in the world. But where are they at? But you're here with us. And they need, they, they need to do what? I didn't do a country boy a favor and subscribe to Big Low Country, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm from the country. So it's spelled K-U-N-T-R-Y. But look, man, all we do is sit around and talk about football, sit around and talk about sports, chop it up with the coach. And you know what, man? I'm feeling generous today. Congrats, Low, on your First 100 subscribers, man. You hit that over the weekend, man. I want to hear a congrats, Coach Low, for 100 subscribers. I want to see that all through the chat, man. This man, he his first 100. Y'all don't know how hard that is. Y'all don't know how hard that is. So give him some love in the live chat, man. Um, man appreciate it. Appreciate it, family. I really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, Ice Finesse says we have passed on too many big name players in the draft, especially on defense. What's your thought? Yeah, yeah, that, and that's that's exactly what I was saying, man. I remember, I remember when Khalil Mack was in the was was in there. I was like, look, I don't care if he came from Buffalo. You see this guy? You know, <laughs> I remember when JJ Watt came up in the draft. I was like, look, man, why are we getting? Why are we trying to get JJ Watt? So it's like all these top-notch guys. I'm, I'm getting tired of passing up. And, you know, I mean, even in the second round, I'm getting tired of getting the Sean Harlow's. Like, I want to get, you know, these top-notch, talented guys, man. Because they say, you know, we got a guy that's coming out. Yeah, 
get to the quarterback. Yeah, and they say, you know, he, he's not getting to the quarterback, getting cut by three teams in one season. Like, you know, I, I just want I, I just want somebody who could who could pick pick up good football players. That's all I want. And as for next says TJ White too, then he said Dan Danielle um Hunter and we could have got Antoine Whitfield. Yep. They 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 pass on the they they look for the like sexy pick. You know what I mean? Like like for instance, you remember the years that Dallas was drafting offensive linemen back to back, like to back, and everybody was just like, Oh, what are y'all doing? You got this guy here, you got this guy here. I was sitting back, like, bro, they about to have the best offensive line for some years to come. And that yep. ended up happening, right? Yep. You, you can't always go for the sexy picks. You cannot always go for the sexy picks, man. You got to go for them big old country boys, them Georgia boys, those, you know, Alabama boys, those, you know, Texas, you know, Florida, you know, them, them big hard malls, you know? You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes you find a, a gem in the sixth round that nobody even talked about. <laughs> yeah. Like a great year. And everybody saying congratulations to you. Um Josh Joshua Johnson said congrats. Uh, let's let's go through these shout outs, man. Uh you have the the Devon Stanford said congrats. Um let's Appreciate get it. it. DA says congrats, big homie. <laughs> Nick Turner 31 said congrats, Coach Low. Ice Finesse said congrats. They say congrats when you reach your first 100 subscribers. But have him get the 200. <laughs> but now he appreciates y'all for subscribing yeah, to the channel, man. man. Definitely. Thank y'all so much. I really appreciate it. Much love over this way. And Nick Turner 31 said Lamar Holmes, Macaulay Goodman, Deacon Malachi. My bad. I'm just butchering names. I'm a butcher. Call me the meat slicer. <laughs> and man, I remember we dressed Malachi Goodman. I remember Mike Smith was like, yeah, you know, the thing about Malachi Goodman is that, you know, he has such big hands. You know, his hands are so big and, you know, he can just get guys and put them wherever he wants them to go. I was like, so we just drafted this guy in the second round because of his big hands. Yeah, and let's, and let's get it. GA says, I would give Tommy Dimitro credit for this. Drafting AJ Terrell was spot on. He would be a true shutdown corner as he continued to develop, but he's a lot of hit and miss. He would hit one big year and then miss on like three, four years. Yeah, that's the reason why he had to go. And Joshua Johnson says that the reason the Saints stay on top of the NFC South right now is because they have a good scouting department. What you think about that, Lo? Yeah, I mean, it's true, man. Like they, 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 they always hit on their drafts. They always hit on their drafts, man. And you know, <laughs> it's messed up. And Anthony Wright said, I can't believe that offensive guard, Shane Harlow, is still collecting checks with the Atlanta Falcons. He's on our practice squad and should have been released two years ago. He's done absolutely nothing. I didn't even think I didn't even think that uh he was on the practice squad. I thought yeah, he was yeah, gone. Yeah, you still getting paid. You still getting paid. You living up there somewhere near Buford, Flower Branch. Eating at the man. Pizza Hut every Tuesday night or ATM something. ATM says congrats, Low. Appreciate the family. 
Hey man, all y'all, thank y'all so much for doing a country boy a favor. Big Low gonna be around for a minute, so you know what I'm saying. We, it's only up from here, man. We're gonna take it to the moon, take it to the stars. And Ice Renee said there's no true lockdown corners in today's game. Just saying, what you think? Uh, I don't know. I, I I think you know. I think uh, I think there's some you know there's some there's some pretty pretty good lockdown corners in the league. You know, you got guys like Gilmore, and um, you know, I know Patrick Peterson. He had his run for a while. He was the top guy until Julio ate his lunch, and you know, Darrell <laughs> Revis a few years back. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I think there's some there's some pretty pretty good cornerbacks, you know, that could still lock a guy down. And Devon Stanford says, "Ain't um, Hageman still on the squad or no?" Nah, Hagman, he's somewhere. He over there with uh, what's his name? The wide receiver. They keep getting in trouble for the for the marijuana. What's his name? Oh, Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, he over there chilling with him. And yeah. Nick Turner, thirty-one, said, "What's up with our edge and drafting them? Is it the scheme, best player available, or like the upside? What you think about that, Coach?" Man, let me tell you something, Nick Turner. Our edges be hurting. Like a girl that forget to wear her bonnet before she lay down and go to bed at night. That's how that's how bad our edges look. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're a brother, Nick Turner, but you know, our sisters they always wear those bonnets to make sure the edges be on point. But uh, yeah, yeah, our our, our edges have always struggled ever since John Abraham left. When the, whenever they let them go, I always I always said that it was one of those tough situations to deal with. Oh, I know, I know, I know. And Anthony Wright said, the ain't secondary is straight garbage. <laughs> they will get exposed in the playoffs. Just wait and see. And they were grabbing whole receivers. You know what, man? You can't tell them who that fan is. That, they don't believe in nothing that. They think everything should be a flag on their part, but they don't believe that they hold it all. And Marshawn Ladder was one of the worst holding quarter, I mean, not cornerbacks uh, in the league. Every game, every time, you can tell, you can see it. What you think about that comment, Lo? Oh, yeah. I mean, if y'all watch that game on Sunday, like, there were a lot of times, like, he was trying to take people's clothes off out there. Like, like he, he, he prevented Ridley from a touchdown. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he was going to burn him. Oh, yeah. 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 It was, he was going. He was gone. He, he should still be running right now. <laughs> Ice Vanessa, Safan Gilmore is probably the closest to a lockdown that can guard any receiver because there's a lot of top corners that can't guard certain guys. Coach, let him know. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and that's why I brought him up, man. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he he he's probably the, the closest to it. But uh, I I definitely see what you're saying, Ice Vanessa, because. Like in today's NFL, where you have all these rub routes and you know, basically pass interference is called well, it should be called on a lot of these plays every week, but it's not. Um, you know, it, it, it's real hard to lock a guy down. But you know, if if it's just a free release, my guy against your guy, oh yeah, there's there's still guys out there like like Stephon Gilmore. Let's see, keep the comments rolling, keep the comments rolling. Um, Joshua Johnson 
says, how much is the salary crap dropping off next year? You got any details on that? Any insights? The last I heard, they said it was like, they, and you know, they, they don't have any uh definite numbers. But man, I've heard like uh like twenty three million, something like that. I heard twenty one million. I heard twenty three million. So a lot of people gonna have to make a lot of moves, man. Uh, moving forward, I don't know if they're gonna be restructuring deals or you know making some sort of making some sort of you know situation so people could kind of get things going. But yeah, they it, it's gonna be dropping off substantially. So we're we're gonna be in a bad bad situation and then brian people said sharp as an oc <laughs> no nah, i don't know about that. i don't know wait about that bro. wait a minute do do you have your mvp comment of the night no nah, i don't got the, I, don't, I, I don't got any mvp comment yet man i was i was peeping them out uh i i do uh i do want to shout out to my homeboy um let me see if I could pull him up here. Uh, Nick Turner, I think he had, well, he kind of brought up a pretty, pretty funny, funny thing when we were talking about those edges, but he said that he's Puerto Rican and black, so he kind of know, know what we mean. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, then, oh, my God, Drew Brees as an OC, no. Some players is probably just left, like, like Kobe, like the great late Kobe said. I'm a great player, but I'll be trash as a coach. Great players yeah. don't necessarily mean they'll be great coaches. So yeah. we're going to go ahead and get to this extra point, man. You know, unfortunately, we are at the extra point because we love kicking it with y'all. But we are at the part of the show where you can just let it all hang out. Like you like you at Thanksgiving and you, and you get ready to eat. And you unbuckle your, your belt and you just let it all hang out. <laughs> uh, Lo, what you got? I'm going I'm to let you go ahead and go first, bro. All right, all right, all right. So first, I just want to say appreciate for everybody watching, man. Um, hopefully, y'all can get that hashtag going uh, so they can finally rise up. Here it is right here. Rise up or nah. Like for real, man. We gotta we gotta have some better answers than what we've been getting, man. And now uh, y'all make sure y'all hit that subscribe button. I'll put my um link in the chat again. I do 2K gaming, I do Madden gaming, and I talk about your favorite team. What's not like about me? And hit that subscribe button for um for Atlanta Falcons Nation. And make sure y'all check out Lust Strange. Don't don't leave Matt My Sports. Y'all go over there to Lust Strange and get them get them some views, man. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, man. So, uh, as usual, definitely want to let y'all know that we appreciate everybody for joining us today, man. Um, and, and you know, like like I like I've been saying throughout the season, you know, it, it's one of those tough, uh, it's one of those tough seasons. But look, I, I noticed that uh, for everyone who says that Falcons fans uh, aren't a aren't a loyal fan base. Hey man, I, I see that everybody's still coming every week. As a matter of fact, the numbers have been going up, and I just want y'all to know that I appreciate that, man. Because you know it's hard for, you know, just imagine how tough it would be on us to try to, you know, come out and you know put these shows out here, and you know nobody's you no know, coming out. So I don't. I want to 
this right here is for the fans. I, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. I do want to shout out somebody who, you know, made the joke during the show. Uh, my homeboy, Chef. He said that he's just here to celebrate our pain. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that he's a Saints fan. And Tab Falcon said, what playbook do you use in Madden 21 that Terry Hart is not dirt cutter? <laughs> Uh, I go in between like Kyle Shanahan. I go in between like Matt Lafleur, and you know those those are two that I really use. But I do experiment with like all the different playbooks and stuff. But most likely Kyle Shanahan and you know Matt Lafleur on the offensive side and defensive side. I go with um Mike Vabru, you know either like um Tennessee or I would go any type of like three four. Cause I might run the three four with this team, to, and you know. Chicago playbook do pretty well too. But go ahead, Lo. That's all you had. Uh yeah, I I forgot what I was saying. Oh my oh, bad, my sure. bad. But Anthony Wright did say bit low country. Congratulations on reaching your first of many goals, my dude. Hey, appreciate it, Anthony Wright. I really appreciate it, bro. Thank you so much for the support. I and I and that's what I was saying. I remember now I was just letting like, I just want to let all the fans know, thank y'all so much for supporting us every week. Y'all make sure that y'all come on on Friday night. We're doing Friday night film study. So y'all won't let y'all in the coach's room. We're going to do be doing this film study live. So if y'all have any questions, y'all go ahead and make sure that you write them down. And uh, if you want any film study in the meantime, make sure that you go over to Big Low Country Sports. And, uh, you know, we're going to sit around and we're going to talk about some football, man. But you got to bring your own moonshine because I don't share my moonshine <laughs> with nobody. <laughs> and I put the link uh, to my page in the chat. So, yeah, man, that's, that, that's about it over here, bro. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all watching the A, the T, the L, the I, the E, the N, the S, Sports Zone. Hold <laughs> up. And we out.